Is this the year that you want to get your business in newspapers and magazines? Perhaps you've seen others around you get loads of really cool press coverage, but just don't know where to begin? If so, PR in your pocket is the podcast for you. I'm Jenna, a journalist and PR, and each week I share practical, actionable tips to start getting your business media coverage today. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of PR in your pocket. We've got a guest interview today and I'm really really excited for you to listen to this one. It is all about Substack. It's a topic that I've had on my list to talk about for a while and it was such a great interview that it's inspired me to create my own. So we talk about how to set up a Substack, how to monetize it and how that of course links to PR, how you can use it to get journalists and editors attention, how you can potentially get featured on other people's Substack and it's a whole sort of section of PR in itself. So it's really fascinating and I think you'll find this episode super useful. I have gone ahead after the interview and created my own Substack because I was hooked. I really wanted to give it a go. So if you want to give me a follow, I'm at the same name as this podcast. It's called PR in your pocket. It's just going to be sharing more content on how you can get in the media and also all my podcasts are going to be on there as well if you want another place to listen to them. But go check it out and of course go check out Sarah's Substack who I'm interviewing today because that has given me so much inspiration too. Let's get on with the interview. And welcome back to another episode of PR in Your Pocket. Today is a new topic that I'm really excited to learn more about because it's something I personally have wanted to try and I know lots of you have mentioned it as well and that is Substack. So we're joined by the amazing Sarah today who has a really great Substack and is really knowledgeable on this area and we're just going to delve into it, how you can get started, how it all works and of course how you can use it to help with PR as well. So hi Sarah. Hello Jana, thank you so much for having me on. No problem. I'm so excited to learn more. So tell everyone First of all, just sort of what you do and then also what your Substack's about. Okay, will do. So my name's Sarah Reese. I'm a therapist and I work in private practice. I've worked in mental health for over 20 years. Um, And many of you will know that the NHS is absolutely in crisis and it's a really Mm. difficult place to work in. So about 15 years ago now, I went into private practice And there was just nothing out there for therapists in private practice. So I had to learn. I just had no role models, no information. And as I and I got really fascinated with the business side of things. Um, So that interest has developed. And um, I started coaching other therapists to come into private practice and teach them what to do. And my partner is a um, is Sophie Wood. And she's a she's always worked in IT and never did we think our kind of cross would our paths career wise would cross. Um, But she did my website for me and then has done other websites. So we developed something called Pocket Site, which is a website developer for therapists oh wow and for the last few years we've had an email list um that has grown and grown and grown and we sent out weekly emails um to people with helpful tips and advice and last year um well over the last year i've just handed it in i've just written a book called the therapist guide to private practice oh wow building a values-based business that will be out with rootly in july in 2024 so it's very exciting so as we were writing the book and obviously learning more and more about business and building a private practice 
we well I was working with I don't know if you've heard of um Sarah Tasker yes that's who also got me interested in some stuff I was listening to her podcast so well, okay, carry on yeah so I've been in I did Sarah's insta retreat um many years ago and have followed her work and love her beautiful Instagram and she I started doing some coaching with her and on the very and my idea was to do a membership for therapists kind of a I had previously done a Facebook group for therapists. It was a free Facebook group and it just got overwhelming, got quite toxic, got quite different. It was just a headache. And I didn't want to do a Facebook group again. I'm kind of over mm -hmm. Facebook. And yeah. it was just so happened that, well, I had this first coaching call with Sarah and she said, have you ever thought about Substack? And I had never heard about Substack. And, um, and I... I'm aware that I'm using Substack quite differently to other people, although it's um, more people are using it as kind of like a membership as well. Yeah. And that's how my Substack journey started, really, from Sarah Tasker. Amazing. So to clarify, because I realise we haven't actually said what Substack is. So Substack is is almost sort of a replacement for a traditional newsletter but there is actually so many more functions to it as well isn't yeah. there but how does the how does it actually work so what sort of things would you post or how do you set up is it as simple as you just have a login and you create long form content short form content like how would you sum it up in a few sentences like what you actually do on Substack you can do whatever you want it's kind of like the old traditional blogging platforms yeah. so it's kind of <laughs> ideally long form content but some of the most um recent content i've put out there's been really short and but the engagement you get is huge so i mean some of the what people that used to blog many years ago which i wasn't part of that world mm. kind of say they used to get lots of engagement on the blog yeah that moved over into instagram and then the algorithm has changed Instagram, so it's hard to get the kind of that community feel, really, and kind of getting to know people online. And that's been replaced with Substack. So it's really intuitive to use. It's basically a newsletter blogging yep. platform that's really easy to use. So I log in and I write a newsletter and that gets sent out to people that follow me. You just, yeah. you set up a profile. So you have a yeah. profile and you might have that in your name. So mine's Sarah Reese. Ideally, it would be your profile. And then you can just you can look around at what other people are writing or you set up a publication and a publication is like your own magazine. And there's lots of the functionality on this is growing a lot yeah um but so our publication is called therapist corner yeah kind of like a website we have the ability to really quickly just press record and record a quick video um and or we could do we have weekly q a's for therapists um which is we send out the zoom link under a paywall so that's the other functionality that Substack have developed is the ability to put some of your content above a paywall and then to um, put some of your content below a paywall. Yeah. Um, so people pay a small amount like £8 a month generally to kind of follow your work and see all of your content and your, um, your archive information. 
or yeah. just access your inform information for free. But there's the ability we just mentioned before about podcasting. So we do a weekly Q&A and we just upload that Q&A as a podcast for people to listen back to. So would you say the tech is, it sounds very simple. Is the tech very simple? I am not techy. It is really, yeah. it's so easy. It's, it, and the, what's good about Substack is they have another um, platform, which is like um, Q&As. So they have guides and videos on anything you want to do. There is a really good kind of getting started on Substack. Yeah. Guide. There's lots of people doing that as well. It's so straightforward. It does take a little bit of time to get used to, but you know, to upload, to record a quick video, upload a video, embed a video in a post, do a podcast. Um, you can do polls on there, which are, I'm like one question I put out last week that did really well was how many clients do you see in a week? I know in private practice, therapists are really interested in how many clients mm -hmm. we should see in a week. So we just created a poll that took me about 30 seconds and everybody answered it and then we could see each other's results. So I guess what I'm wondering is, so presumably some people listen to this, they might already have a podcast. So obviously yeah. I've got this podcast. I've already got a newsletter um, and a Facebook group. So are you still doing all of that stuff as well? Or are you just putting it all on Substack? Um, I'm slowly putting it all on Substack because yeah. the community is better. It's free to host your podcast on Substack. So you, there's no yeah. charges. Um, it's the newsletter. It's free to have it on Substack. So how Substack make their money is that if you do well, they do well. So they, yeah. they take a percentage of your kind of paying subscribers. Um, so it's in there, unlike any other platform, it's in, really in their interest for you to do well. Okay, that makes sense. So when you talk about the paying side of things, yeah. so um, originally I wanted to talk about Substack because I thought it'd be really good for PR, which it yeah. definitely will be. Yeah. Because one of the reasons why I thought it'd be really good for PR is a lot of people who, especially service-based experts, um, say to me, you know, I want to start writing for articles for publication and I haven't really got like a portfolio. And in my head, I thought Substack could be a really good sort of portfolio because you could send the link to your Substack and all of your writing is on there. And I know there's some journalists actually who have started every time like they pitch something to an editor and the editor says no, they write it up for their Substack and they're making almost a full-time income from that, uh, from writing these article long form pieces. But then also they can share with editors like, want more examples of my writing it, it's right here um so that was my thinking in terms of how it could really help pr but then as i sort of delve more into it i saw like i say journalists who are actually as well as using it as a tool to connect with editors are using it purely to make money from the articles and almost have a bit more control over their writing so how does that work in terms of income so do you have pay tiers at the moment i do so you can um you can be part of therapist corner for free um yeah. and or you can be a paid um member which is eight pounds a month and then you get to join the weekly q a's be part of the chat function which is um it's like a private whatsapp group for the publication so there's no yeah. chats notes is a little bit like twitter um but a bit nicer and then that where you just can discover people but each publication has their own chat which is private 
or you can pay £85 a year and that obviously brings the cost down even more or the, the founding members level um, which we um, some people um, it varies depending on your publication some people yeah. don't have to have you don't have to have that function um turned on but we have that at 450 pounds at the moment um for and that's for the therapists that um really want that intensive support so they have yeah. one with me and Sophie a business kind of um a plan for their business we write that for them and then they come to kind of like a mastermind each month we do more private calls for kind of just we would never grow that over about probably about 20 people mm. so but emma gannon i don't know if you you know emma yeah gannon, i've heard of her yeah she's shut down her um everything she's all on substack and making mm. six figures a year it's the growth in it in six months my substack is making about six hundred pounds a month at the moment. Wow! And I, I was, you know, doing that. We were doing this news weekly newsletter anyway, but now yeah. we're getting paid for it. Well, I was just going to say. I mean, the first thought that comes into my head as you're saying that is obviously, you know, I've got a newsletter already. Why would someone pay that if they're used to reading it for free? So I wondered, I mean, it sounds like you're offering a lot more than a newsletter anyway, but is it sort of the done thing that everyone on Substack is offering these tiers and it's like it's no big thing? Or is it, have you had any resistance of people saying, you know, why am I paying you for a newsletter? I'm getting guessing not, but I guess that's my first thought. Yeah. We're well, so used to reading free newsletters. Absolutely we are. But um, I think we also recognise that the creators put a lot of work and a lot of experience into these newsletters. And it allowed me to do, you know, I can spend a day a, a week on Substack now. So I can give people yeah. a lot more value. And they're still, you know, they can still read it for free. They can stop it at any time. Um, what the way we work it is that when we write a post, generally we, the how or the, the what something is like how to decide your fees, we'll give that yeah. just as we would in our newsletter for free. But then the more detailed step-by-step -step guide or um, a video resource, we'll put that under the paywall. You can still access it for free, but if you want to go deeper, you can do but it allows you to create community which we never had before with our newsletter the ability for instead of a newsletter just landing in your inbox unlike with your podcast people comment and interact with each other and you know Farah Store I don't know if you yeah. heard of her she's an, an editor she um is a writer collaboration person for the UK she recommends that everybody puts their um puts paid on from the moment you start back and it takes a while for you to get I mean we you can import your email list into Substack with that's what yeah. we did um and you will lose about a third generally of people will go kind of what is Substack I'm going and that can yeah. feel a bit disheartening but um quite within a couple of weeks we had our first paying person and then it really motivates you and keeps you accountable as well because you want to provide a good service so the re the recommendation is to switch on very quickly and then what emma gannon's done recently i'm part of her community you 
she's just doing paid content now. So it's eight mm -hmm. months a month. I feel like I get loads of value from it. She was going on holiday. So she said, look, um, I'm going on holiday and I can either pause the subscription. So if you want to break from writing, you can pause it and it won't charge people. Yeah. Or would you like to pitch and write an article for my publication? I think she's got oh, about 33,000 subscribers. Um, and that she's built up in a in a couple of years, although she had a big email list. And that's, you know, there's lots of opportunities. I've asked Emma Gannon loads of questions about kind of how to manage finishing writing a book because it just felt so anchored and stuff. And because her community is relatively small at the moment, yeah. it's a really good time to build these connections with journalists because lots of them are on Substack. Yeah, so that's actually a really good point, actually, with going back to the PR again, a way to actually see what journalists are writing about in their free time, what their interests are, um, and make those connections. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to understand as well is, um, are the people that are following you now in your community coming from another platform? I guess, like, sometimes we feel so fatigued, like, we just we want me to follow you on threads you want me to do an instagram broadcast and now you want me to follow you on substack so is it the case that actually it's quite easy to grow a new audience on substack or yeah. is it those people are relying on their audience following them on another platform because i think sometimes there is a bit of fatigue over like not another oh. platform no and that's exactly i have a platform and algorithm fatigue it is most people, I still do a little bit of blogging on my website that gets good traffic. So people, are cut, but what I'm finding now is that Substack's SEO is really growing. So people oh. are finding my publication um, directly. But there's a lot of collaboration. So you have the ability to recommend things that you read so other publications and they will recommend you back and that grows your audience and you can kind of um you can link to other people so like for example um, Clara Tasker's she does the Substack Soiree which is a, a core and she's got a public some people have a number of publications I recommend that and she recommends me and so as people join her community, they see that she likes my work and that okay. grows. So it's kind of um, sharing other people's work and recommending other people's work and they will return the favour. But when, you, when I put a post on Substack, I get lots of comments, lots of engagement, people share it far more than Instagram where on Instagram people yeah. will drop an emoji or put a comment and it's to do with the algorithm it's not genuine authentic engagement yeah that's so true it's really fascinating so I guess what I'm yeah I guess what I'm trying to say I wanted to ask about the SEO as well because one thing I was going to touch on is obviously um, a big part of PR for some people is to increase their SEO and obviously to get found on Google, like through blog content. Did you say that SEO is getting to the be better? So, for example, if you wrote something for your Substack publication, it could potentially come up on Google because I didn't realise that. So is that what you said? Slow, yeah, yeah, it is. It's growing. And my content is being found within the Substack app and you know, in the community itself, it's growing. But I am still, at the moment, I think that 
you know, there's also next year, I think there's going to be the ability to put courses on Substack. They're, they're looking into that um, at the moment. I think next year the SEO will be much better. It is, yeah. So at the moment, I am still putting because I, a lot of the, um, if I do quotes and stuff from magazines, it comes from blog posts that are on my website at the moment. So I am still putting some blog posts on my website. Or what you can do is write part of the blog post on your website and then you can embed a link that clicks people through to Substack. So you can say, read the rest on Substack and take people in to Substack. Amazing. So I guess my last question would be, how long do you spend on this? Or if someone's listening, so if someone's listening and they, they're going to start one, which I probably am after listening you to this episode, to. Yeah. I've got two ideas. One I want to do is about PR, but I also, funnily enough, I have um, uh, a community on WhatsApp um, for fellow PRs. And I've been thinking about how I would love to offer something maybe some sort of membership or course or something just for PRs that want to do all the different things, you know, like I do. And I've just thought, oh, my God, I could just do that as yeah. a substack. Um, but I, my biggest question is always time. Hmm. So how I, I guess it's a little bit different for you because obviously you are making an income from it. But in the beginning, how long did you spend on substack and how long is it something we do every day? Is it something little and often or longer posts less frequently? Um, well, I was writing a weekly newsletter, so I just started doing that on Substack. And the thing that we increased, so I imported what I did um, as well is lots of the blog posts that I had on my website. I put them into, I don't know what your thoughts are on about ChatGBT. And I put them into ChatGBT and said, can you write rewrite this in my voice? Um, and it rewrote some of my blog posts. So I kind of like put quite a bit of um, content on initially, but in a really easy way. Um, yeah. And then I do the newsletter that we were writing anyway each week. We just then put on Substack. Oh, okay. Um, so it didn't take. And I suppose the additional thing that we do is a thirty-minute Q and A each Friday, um, yeah. which we absolutely love doing because now we can meet the people that were reading our newsletter, and then it takes two minutes to upload that audio. Um, so that's the addition. I think, though, if you were going to get started, you'd want to put quite um, about six posts on quite quickly. Yeah. And I think it's then about really discovering other publications, starting to recommend other publications. And when you write a post, think about, you know, you might read something nice or inspiring on Substack and kind of sharing that within the post. And um, yeah, and that will get a broader reach, and then you share it on notes. So a couple of hours a week is not; it's just redirecting the energy that you're doing anyway. Yeah, into Substack, and it pay it pays off so much quicker, and the engagement so much more authentic, and the growth is so much bigger than um, Instagram or your newsletter yeah it feels a lot easier it feels like a safer warmer more community-based place to be it's a nice place to be elizabeth gilbert's on there as well now she's a recent joiner wow. who's um every week he um invites um her subscribers to write a letter 
um, a letter of love to themselves. It's really nice. There's just lovely things and that are going on every week. So it's a really nice community. It will not feel like a drain. Yeah. It won't. It'll feel like, um, you know, it's warm and enhancing your digital experience rather than drain it. You're not chasing an algorithm anymore. Amazing. That really does sound really interesting. Mm. So we literally just go to, I, I should have said at the start, but is it substack.com? I mean, just to actually how you start yeah. substack. Yeah. yeah. Just go to substack.com. You'll set up um, your profile, which is in your name. And then the next layer is you set up your publication and it's very intuitive. And it basically is kind of quite a basic. Um, it's like a magazine style website. Yeah. You your blog posts in there. You insert a nice image and um, and then you're good to go. Start sharing it around. I know that if you share your subject on Instagram and Twitter, they don't like it. So um, oh, okay. it's not you're not getting the reach. And, and, you know, I was really pushing my stuff on Instagram and I've given up now because um, and I don't need to. I get it directly or within the Substack app. And I would the growth on Substack is humongous. It's it's really growing. I think it's a great time now to make connections with journalists and be part of that. Yeah communities because at the moment they're relatively small and I guess it could also be good like you're talking about them as publications so it could almost be good to pitch to places as well <clears throat> whether you've got a product or whether it's someone like you say like guest writing or those sorts of things you yeah. could almost get PR within Substack as well as in being featured in someone else's newsletter which yeah. is opening up a whole other um, area of PR really that we haven't really touched on yeah um, with a traditional newsletter someone would create their freebie is that something if we, we're starting with substat we're going to substat.com we're registering is that something we would do like create our freebie to get us onto the newsletter or is that not how it works absolutely so you have an option in the dashboard to create a welcome they they give you a standard welcome email so you can take your time building and writing your substack um but then you have the option to send out when somebody subscribes to your substack as a free or paid member they get a welcome email and within that welcome email you can have your pdf so we have a getting started checklist um for therapists starting out in private practice so that's how we kind of intend entice people to join our um substack if they've not heard of us before but they'd like um they're just getting started in private practice and want a checklist and within that we've linked to some of the most useful posts for people to help them get started and navigate around um therapist corner amazing thank you so much so if you could let everyone know how to find you on substack and i would say other platforms but it sounds like substack is the place to yeah. be for all of your things and I actually followed your substack a while ago um oh, I'm not a therapist but when you told me about it because I was just yeah. so intrigued just to see like how somebody does it yeah. um and just to see and I think it is really interesting how people are just using the platform in so many different ways but how can we connect with you on substack you can go to therapistcorner.co.uk and that will take you straight to our publication and it would be lovely to have you join us if you're interested 
I hope you enjoyed that interview. If it wasn't clear during the interview, I was just blown away by Substack. I kept asking so many questions myself because I didn't realise it had that many functions. So just a reminder as well to follow Sarah's Substack. It's Therapist's Corner and I've linked that in the show notes as well. Before I finish, I wanted to tell you what is coming up in the Momentum Media Club next month. If you're listening along and you're ready to get PR in 2024, we have next month in the Momentum Media Club, lots of ways to prepare you for it. We've got templates for pitching to journalists. We've got templates for sharing your press coverage next year on social media. We've got a guest expert coming in at the start of the month on all about TikTok and how you can leverage TikTok to get more PR coverage and a strategy strategy. I could never say that one strategy session with me as well before we break up for Christmas to get really clear about how you're going to get all over the media in 2024. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the Momentum Media Club and I've just released a special offer where you can trial the Momentum Media Club for seven days to see if it's for you, to see if it works and is aligned with your business. And I've put a link to that special offer for the podcast listeners in the show notes as well. Until next time, have a good day. listening to PR in your pocket and I really hope this episode was useful. If so, do come and connect with me online. You can jump over to Instagram at PR and say hello or you can join my free Facebook group, Get Your Business in the Media with Jenna Farmer. I would love to see you there.